So before we start to learn Arabic, I want to tell you a little bit about Arabic and the Arabic speaking world. So you probably know that different dialects of Arabic are spoken all over northern Africa and the Middle East. For example, Morocco, Tunisia, Egypt, Iraq and Yemen are all Arabic speaking countries. But to understand this linguistic situation and how Arabic is used in different places, first we must speak about the difference between a dialect and a language. The only difference really between a dialect and a language is political, in fact. Uh, there was a, a saying that I like quite a lot by one linguist that says, the only difference between a language and a dialect is an army and a navy. The difference is just political. So when countries are forming, some dialect is chosen to be the language, to be the official dialect of the country. But in fact, there are no languages and dialects that are only dialects. Some dialects we choose to call them languages. Now, when we speak about languages and dialects of languages, it kind of implies like a lineage, like there are some languages going around and having dialectal babies you know, we say a dialect of English rather than an English dialect, which would be more accurate. For example, if we refer to the Romance languages connected to Latin and Romans, no? So like French, Portuguese, Spanish, Romanian, for example. When we speak about these, we speak about different languages, no? And each one has its own name. But when we're speaking about the Arabic of Morocco, when we are speaking about the Arabic of Egypt or Libya, in English, we tend just to say Arabic. But actually, it's like the same kind of situation in the Arabic-speaking world that we have with the Romance languages. Just as we have these different Arabic dialects, we have these different Latin dialects. Only when we speak of the Arab world, we call them all Arabic. And when we speak of the Latin dialects, we have national names for them. No, Portuguese, French, Spanish... Even though in Spain, for example, there are other languages that are native of Spain, like Catalan or Galician or Basque, which is unrelated to Spanish. So you can see this is a political situation, how we are speaking about languages and dialects. So even though Moroccan Arabic and Iraqi Arabic, for example, have far less in common than Spanish and Portuguese, we're still calling them the same language. So it's really just about the way we're speaking about the situation. Now, there is a language in the Arabic-speaking world, an official standard Arabic, but there are no native speakers. It's a language you learn at school. So this MSA, or Modern Standard Arabic, or Fusha in Arabic, is to Arab dialects a little like how Latin is to Portuguese, French and Spanish. So it's as if in Spain or Portugal or France, you would learn Latin at school to then use at work or to watch the news in or to read religious text in. So this is what we can compare modern standard Arabic to, something like Latin. Now, what we're going to learn here is not this language that has no native speakers, this formal language. Although, traditionally, this is what most learning material has approached, because people traditionally were learning Arabic for business reasons. No? So it made sense that they learnt this modern standard Arabic. But if you're learning Arabic for cultural reasons, to communicate with other Arabic speakers in more everyday situations, then Fusha might not be the best dialect to start with. Fusha, or modern standard Arabic, is also much more complicated than most of the dialects. So, what we will start with today is Kairin Arabic, the Arabic of Cairo, of Egypt. Now, everybody in the Arabic-speaking world recognizes the Egyptian accent and dialect because the great amount of popular culture that was traditionally 
produced by Egypt or by Cairo more specifically. So this is a kind of influence that Egypt had and continues to have on some level. So everybody recognizes the Egyptian accent. So we begin learning the Egyptian dialect, looking at Arabic in a way that will allow you to, with your Egyptian Arabic, work out things from other dialects of Arabic that you hear. This doesn't mean neither that you need to preserve this Egyptian accent that we're learning. You might mix it when you are practicing with different Arabic speakers. You get many Arab speakers, actually, that have some kind of pan-Arabic, some mixed Arabic dialect because they are moving around in the Arabic-speaking world or they have friends from different places. And this is something that you could adopt as a learner as well. So we're choosing this dialect to begin our investigation of Arabic in, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stick to Egyptian. Even if you are learning for business reasons, then it's still great to do this course because of how we are going to look at and think about Arabic, using Egyptian as an example, but embarking on a way of approaching Arabic which is applicable to all Arabics. So let's get to know the personality, let's say, of Arabic. One of the most interesting and distinguishing things about Arabic all Arabics and other Semitic languages as well, like Hebrew or Aramaic, for example, is what we can call the root system. In Arabic, you have certain sounds or combinations of sounds associated with certain meanings. We'll see how that helps to be a speaker of Algerian Arabic, for example, and understand people in Qatar. So, you have mostly three sounds which together and in their specific order have something to do with their specific meaning. For example, you may have heard the word Habibi, a term of endearment used very often in the Arab world. Have you heard Habibi? Yep. Yep. So Habibi literally means something like my darling, but it's not uh, necessarily romantic in any way. It's used between friends, between men. It's extremely common. So in Habibi, we have three consonants. No, if we strip away the vowels, we have three consonants there. We have ha, b, and then b again in Habibi. Now this ha, b, b, in this specific order, in this specific order, not just these three sounds. So these three sounds all together in this order, ha, b, b, relate to liking and loving. So many words that have something to do with liking and loving will have these sounds in them. So actually the word for love, hob, you can see again those same sounds according, hob, h, or bb, a double b on the end there. You get the word mahboob, which means popular. There we have a ma, which is not part of the root, it's part of the pattern, and we'll talk more about that later. So we ignore that, and we have the root ha, b, b, in the word popular, mahboob. We can also see this phenomenon in English words, which have come from Arabic. The root in Arabic for travelling, for example, the three sounds which we find in words that have something to do with travelling are so fo ro so fo ro Does that sound like any word that we have in English? Chauffeur? Chauffeur, that is a good guess, but it's... Um, safari? Safari, good, safari, so fo ro And this word, whilst of Arabic origin, found its way into English through Swahili. We have in English sherbet, this is sweet, I don't know if you know that. And we have syrup. Here the sounds changed in English, but they are from the root sh, r, b, which you as a Turkish speaker, actually, might be able to guess what the root sh, r, b has something to do with. How do you say wine in Turkish? Shut up. Huh? So sh, r, b is about drinking, not alcohol, all drinking. 
sherbet is a sweet that was based on a sweet drink. Syrup, you can see that it changed quite a bit. And then we have the word for drink in Arabic, which is mashrub, like a drink. Again, we have this ma, like we had in mahbub, that's something else. But again, in mashrub, you hear shrub. So you can see, again, you can identify these roots. So this is a very interesting element of Arabic, that we have usually three roots, sometimes the two, sometimes the four, very rarely the five, but usually three roots that relate to a certain meaning that we will find throughout the Arabic language.